0: Mental health check in with leak. Come on and check in with me. Mental health check in with leak. Come on and check in Damn. with me. Mental health check in with leak. Come on and check in with me. Come on and check in with me. Mental health check in with leek. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-in with your boy Leek. Today I have a special guest. Yes, (laughs) Um, Michelle Burgos. Hello. The amazing race. Also, I don't know if you still do. You still do the dancing with Pitbull? I actually don't. But Pitbull is
1: in Miami for the concert tonight and tomorrow, so I'll probably be attending the concert tomorrow.
0: (laughs) That support. That is support.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Um. Thank you for saying yes to come on to talk mental health. I love when people just want to start a conversation or have a conversation about mental health because I feel like the conversations are needed in this world. So I just want to thank you for saying yes. Yes, of
1: course. Anytime. Thanks for reaching out. I appreciate it too. No
0: problem. No problem. Um, My first question for you, I ask all my guests this, and I'm going to ask you, how is your mental health?
1: Right now I'm doing pretty good. Um, It took, it's, it's went down a little bit the moment that I stopped dancing for people, just because I've been dancing my whole entire life and um, that's all I knew and that was my job that was my career it was everything that I've ever dreamed of doing and people told me that I wasn't able to get succeed in dance and I did and I achieved so many things and it was my actual career but the problem was that I was out tour a lot and I miss family things. I've been with my husband for almost 15 years and I wouldn't see him all the time. Like I would miss special quality time with him. Sometimes I would leave three to four weeks at a time. So the moment that we got onto the race, I decided that I was going to stop touring and it was amazing. It was incredible. I was like at a high. I was so excited to go on the race and from the race, we went into like the whole watch party scene. We we're excited for the show. And then once the show stopped, reality set in. I mean, I had doing I had been doing photography and video for a while, but everything that I had known and was like my regular daily routine of dancing and traveling stopped. And I was home. And my husband's a firefighter, so he's not home all the time. So it was very hard for me to adjust to just staying still and not having that crazy life. And there was days where I had good days where, cause I was very busy with photography and video. And then since I started a new career doing that, there's times where it slows down and you don't have, you don't have the job or you don't have clients. Yeah. So that's when it went down. And, um, Some days I would cry because I was trying my best to do everything. And I didn't know how to get to this, like this feeling of fullness that I felt while I was dancing, even though this was still being there so much for me as a partner, I was just trying to figure out my life, you know? And now it's back to a nice balance of, I'm doing a little bit of everything again. And I'm in my new career. It's going really good now. I'm appreciating quality time with my husband, with my family. So right now, I'm at a really happy place.
0: That's good. Thank you for mm-hmm. answering that. I love answering that question because it opens the door for people to be like, you know, I'm okay, but mentally I'm struggling. So thank you for answering that. Thank you so yeah, much.
1: Of course. And and it's crazy because um, you see people all the time and they post their happy uh, you know they're happy times and stuff like that. So you always think that people are happy at all times, but everyone goes through a struggle at some point in their life, you mm-hmm. know. And everybody uh, reacts different to it. Um, but I, I react by crying. <laughs> I let <got> out <laughs> a, a really good cry, and then <laughs> my husband brings me back to back to place.
0: <laughs> um, my next question for you is: Growing up, this is one of my Second favorite question is next. Growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you?
1: Ooh. Growing up. mm, Well, I come from a Latin family. So I don't remember sharing my feelings when I was growing up. Um, One of the hardest things growing up for me because of dance and because of my Hispanic family was... Uh, body dysmorphia so I had to be at the time when I was really dancing and starting my career um, the style was skinny but like skinny 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 like I look back at pictures and I was small and it still wasn't good enough so I these are the thoughts that I remember as when I was younger that I would go to my mom because I was sad about not being thin enough And my mom wouldn't help me. She would just say, okay, stop eating. Like it's uh, the Latin family thing in you is like, figure it out. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be fat. And in my head, I look back and I'm like, I wasn't fat back then, which is crazy. And I wasn't, I was barely eating. Um, I was dancing so much that it really affected me inside, but I didn't really talk about it. I feel like I tried to speak to my mom a lot of times about it. And um, and she didn't know how to help me because she wanted to help me to succeed as a dancer. And the only way for me to do that was to be extremely tiny, you know? So I really don't remember talking about my feelings when I was younger. I don't really remember it being a thing ever. You never talked about it with your parents. You maybe talked about it with
0: your friends, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that question is not like I always tell people it's not a right or wrong answer. Like, you know, it's always good to see how people, you know, answer that question because we all grow up differently, we all come from different backgrounds and everything. So it's always different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. I don't how old are you by any chance? Okay. So you kind of were in my era as well. Yeah. I'm I'm thirty five right now. So it, it's just There was no therapy. There was no talking about (laughs) it. There was no what your parents told you was the right thing, and they for them the right thing could be wrong. But (laughs) you had to listen to them.
0: My grandma, my grandma raised me, and like my mom and dad was on drugs. But it was weird because like she like never made it okay to not be okay for me. Like, you know, you know, the black, I was pretty sure the um Latino household, the black household, you know, it was like, you got to talk to God, you got to pray and stuff like that. It mm. was just, like and I'm just like, you know, what goes in the house, we can't bring it outside the house The so stuff that happened to me. I had to hold that in. Mm. So I was n- not okay, but I see my grandma, she used to be sad. Like, I don't know, she was, just, she few would be sad sometimes, but you could barely see it. So I tried to mimic what she did, like be strong and just let nobody see that I'm bothered or I'm going through it
1: yeah
0: as a child I I don't know how I did it but I did it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I don't know how I did it either and I had two brothers so um life was very tough for me with them (laughs) my parents were very strict uh but they were great parents they I look back at it now and I think of it it, it's what they knew and just like when you have kids now um we're working more on ourselves now as people and they didn't and but they didn't have those resources you know so they did what they could with what they had and I look back at so many things and I understand why my mom and my dad did what they had to do with us
0: yeah that's yeah parents they you know they learn from their parents too so it's like Mm -hmm. exactly and then you know as generation co- comes and go, it's different for everybody. It becomes apparent. So I can definitely Yes. Yes,
1: definitely.
0: definitely. Um, before we get to my next question, I wanna um I'm gonna answer it first. You don't have to answer it if you don't feel comfortable. Okay. You um, I'm gonna say anybody that's out there struggling with any thoughts of suicide or suicide, ideation, the suicide prevention number is out there. All you have to do is dial nine eighty eight. Um, I used to volunteer for NAMI. They're free online support groups, NAMI's. Or across all United States, virtually virtual groups online is not therapy, it's not replacement therapy. But being a mental health group, I mean, a NAMI group, but people that understand mental health is amazing because not everybody understands mental health issues. Not everybody will get it. But um, if you are struggling while listening to this, or you know someone that's struggling, please dial 9 8. And my question for you is have you ever dealt with any thoughts of suicide, or just any thoughts of not wanting to be here, or deep, dark depression? So I answer first. Um, As a child, you know, I suffered through a lot of childhood trauma. And this is like a blessing that I could just smile about it because it used to tear me up. It still tears me up. But, you know, I was sexually abused by two of my male cousins and as a child. And then I held that in. That's what I told you earlier. I was holding stuff in. I was holding that in as a child, didn't tell nobody. You know, I was always taught don't talk to strangers, but it was never told if somebody touches me, it's okay i guess you know the black household they just trusted everybody mm-hmm. um except people outside which you really couldn't trust people inside the house <laughs> but um that happened to me you know i held the whole that in. you know rough childhood um mom and dad was on drugs um my mom died 2019 of liver cancer and then nine months later my sister right. died you know my grandma died in 2007 so you know the three major people like my sister She helped raise me a little bit. My grandma raised me, my mom, you know. It's just all that hit me at once, you know. And I still do this podcast, and I still struggle. Like, just the other day, I was struggling. Your husband was talking to me, and I just was like, like, it was just hard. It was hard, because, you know, seasonal depression coming up, and I'm just like, "Ah, I got to watch people with their moms. I got to watch people with their immediate family. You know, it's just like a lot in my head but um if you're out there struggling you know please reach out to somebody talk to someone yeah. i'm
1: so sorry about that i i lost my dad probably like 10 years ago and um it's crazy that you you tell me now that i think back on it i acted i i feel like i had to take on a role to act like i not that i didn't care But I was missing, I was in college and I was missing classes and my teachers, I was telling my parents, my dad was sick. I mean, I was telling my teachers, my dad was sick. And when he finally passed away, I missed like one or two classes and they were just like, you need to get back on the roll. If not, then like they didn't, they basically didn't care. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I was just like, my mom is so sad. I got to go to her house, um, take everything out, act like if... Like my dad didn't pass away. Like I feel like I had to take the role to carry on everybody, you know. And um, uh, I lost him to cancer, so it was hard for me because he was always there for us, and you know we grew up with him all our life and and everything. But um, I always look at as every day that is so beautiful to be able to live life, you yeah. know. And unfortunately, like my dad doesn't have another day here, but right. um, I always, I haven't had ever, I've never gone into a deep depression. So I can't, I would never be able to completely help you and because I've never felt that way. Yeah. And I'm so sorry that you went through that because I, I, I don't know how it is. It was hard for me to just go through one person. I couldn't imagine more, you know, it's, it's tough. But the way I live every single day is just being thankful yeah. to be born where I have been born. I was born in the United States. my parents were, my parents were born and they struggled bad of when they were growing up. They were the ones that gave me the opportunity to actually have a chance to have a good life, you yeah. know and I really try and find all the happy moments and on Instagram I will post all of like my fun happy moments but it's not to make people feel bad I like want to make people smile you mm-hmm. know and I love I love just to post things that make me smile or that I laugh at the moment my husband is is crazy he's fun and he makes me smile every single day. And that's why I like to post him too, because people laugh so much and they get so happy whenever I post some things like that. So that's my way of like trying to help out. And um, I actually um, recently, there was a dancer in the dance community who committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the saddest things. I don't know if you know Twitch.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. God, I cry. So... He
1: was just one of the happiest people in this world and it's so sad to see that happen because he was at a, such a good place in his life he had a beautiful career he was a beautiful dancer had a beautiful family and it just goes to show like what demons can get inside your head And like you said, and I love that you're providing that, the number and everything uh, for people to reach out in the community, because you got to reach out to someone when you're in that hole, um, because life is beautiful and you need someone to help you to take, take that out of you, take out the happiness in you, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and you, I love that you have this podcast too, because even it. I don't know how many people you have following you listening to the podcast, yeah. but the way I think about it when I tell you that I either post things to make people smile, if I change one person's life a little bit, then that just fulfills me in a beautiful way.
0: You always make me smile when you post. Even if, <laughs> I mean, like, if you post something you like, somebody try to age, I take your name, I'll be like, ah was, <laughs> it's funny to me. i be like, she is so funny. And like I was telling Lewis yesterday that I st- I started watching. I picked to wait to my DM. I started watching y'all season of. Yeah. Liz. I'm like, yo, they are funny as hell. Like <laughs> that was the first one on the screen, and I was just like, this is like so funny. I was like, oh my god, like this is that da- you could tell that's naturally y'all good energy, good vibes.
1: Yeah.
0: The party. If you go to a party, y'all know nobody. Y'all gonna turn up.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, Lewis takes on that role a little bit more than me, but. Um... Um, I love it. I love it. I love that he's just a little ray of sunshine. And so, of
0: you like? Okay, we go to go do this. Okay,
1: let's go. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's how I am. It's like, oh, let like, want to dance. Let's go. Let's dance. Let's bring it down. What else are we gonna do? Uh, <laughs> we randomly, um, it was his visa's birthday. I don't know why we thought of it about it. It was close to Halloween. We dressed up in, um. Those T. Uh, Rex outfits that are like with the inflatable ones, and we went to a party, surprised her in Orlando. We live in Miami, so we surprised her in Orlando with those costumes, yeah. and just ran around like idiots. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I mean, I always try and find a, uh, every single day uh, a way to just smile and laugh. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyone that's listening please dial the number 98 get into some type of community you know church community um friend community um yes. NAMI groups just um a therapist you know a psychiatrist just get into some type of, ther- some type of community to help you so my next question right oh just came to my head because I want to ask you this so bad okay <laughs> your husband is a firefighter yes mentally how is that for you, knowing that, you know, like, so I have a new respect for firefighters. Like, I n- never had no disrespect for them, but um, I had this guy for, from Netflix, The Mole, his name Jacob Hacker, you know, mm-hmm. he's a firefighter slash EMT. And then when I had your husband on, and hearing these stories about sometimes seeing death like made me look at it different I'm like wow yeah I'm doing this podcast but it made me look at a different mental health wise so for you you know your husband you know you be his wife like how is that for you mentally because I know he's the running builder sometimes and I know sometimes he may come home I don't know not not to say the bad move but just like something tragic happened I actually to tell you
1: the truth I don't feel it at all and I feel bad to say this but I just think it's because of Lewis's attitude the way he makes me feel about it and I don't know if he does that purposely so that I'm not feeling bad while he's at home mm-hmm. um, but there has been a time where he was involved in a tragic accident that it did affect him and it seriously it broke my heart because it was he had a, a call with kids and the kids died. And that's that's the only time and the worst time I've ever seen him. And he would randomly cry like out of nowhere. And like I get teared up thinking about it because there was nothing I could do to help him whatsoever. He would just start crying, and I would, like, try and, like, console him. And I, I think that I was there for him when it did happen. Um, But all I could do was just be there for him and hold him and listen to him. That's all I could do because I couldn't turn back time. And firefighters do see a lot of things, a lot. And I don't know if it's a thankfully He doesn't tell me i would love him to tell me if anything affected him but he doesn't really talk about his calls but also he is in a right now he's stationed at a place where it's more like of old people Uh he gets more calls for like old people are in pain they're taken to the hospital they hurt themselves they fell out of bed like stuff like that so it's not like crazy calls and we're also in miami miami doesn't have like a lot of forests or like like the crazy building calls so thankfully I don't have to worry about that but then other times I'm like thinking in my head did he go through something today at work but he just doesn't tell me Mm -hmm. you know because men do hold a lot of stuff in and men, I'm sorry my computer's about to die men um world Act like nothing's going on yeah. and mental health for men, like even worse, which I know that we are talking about it. Men usually don't talk about their problems ever,
0: <laughs> and that is a stigma that is killing you know men out here because they feel like they had no one talk to the suicide rate. And men is so high, and like when he it's it's crazy, right? When he told that story, I like I had Jacob Hecker on, but when he told that story, I was like. Damn, this is, like, deep. Like, we don't never, we think mental health, like, it go, mental health goes far beyond just people, regular life people, like, police officers, you know, um, firefighters, you know, doctors and stuff like the especially that people that work in emergency rooms and uh, stuff. It just, like, it's, it's, it's sad, like, you know, I teared up when he told me that story. And um, I got, like, a little part-time job at this place called Wegmans. I don't know if you ever heard of Wegmans. It's like a um, grocery store on the east i think on the east coast here yeah. <laughs> well mm-hmm. east coast is a grocery store
1: and where I, are you
0: i'm sorry i'm, I'm in um delaware i'm sorry oh, okay. but um they i didn't i saw so i wrote to the hr thing i was like hey y'all should do like some type of mental health podcast with Wegmans it's like they got so many stores a lot of stores it's like a high you know whole foods yeah it's it's like a high price Whole Foods. sorry okay. it's like a high price one they sell they own brand stuff but um, I wrote HR and I told them about my podcast, right? And the the lady for HR called me back. I didn't tell her what episode to listen to. She listened to the Lewis' episode. She said that guy that told the story about the fire. She said I teared up, and I was like, "Damn, like this is like really touching people." You know, it's a sad story, but like, like I felt a new respect for people that first responders, something like that. Yeah. Story a new respect. Like, I never thought of, like, oh, a firefighter, a police officer, a doctor, We like, how's they mental. I never thought of that until I started doing the podcast and I who I wanted to reach. Like, mm-hmm. like, I had reality stars on. I had pastors that I know. I had therapist friends that I know. I'd have had my regular friends, people I just met online, didn't even know, fitness people. Mm-hmm. I had um, Columbus Short on. I had Ronald, you know, Romany Mako.
1: No, I don't.
0: He's an um, actor. He was on Black Gobble. um uh, was on Think Like a Man. He was on a TV show um, A Million Little Things. The only reason I asked him to come on because A million, million Little Things that show is so sad. <laughs> it's a mental health <laughs> show and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and not just connected to the character, but like I always go want to go further beyond. Like my friends they'd be like, you need to get more reality stars. I'm like, I just don't want to get reality stars. I want to get people everyday people that talk and go through a lot of stuff like i love this conversation because having that conversation with lewis i didn't tell them to listen to the episode they listened to it
1: i don't yeah. know how they
0: went to the episode, <laughs> <laughs> to that episode. That's,
1: it's just- yeah it's crazy and it's and it's sad i'm telling you like lewis a lot of stuff does not affect him it doesn't you know but we're all human and like i said we all go through struggles at some point. And the first responders, and like you said, the doctors, nurses, all those people, that's their job. They have to go every single day and they kind of have to become numb to it because they just see it. And if they react, I I, I personally would not be able to handle that. I would be crying every single day, miserable, coming home, just sad.
0: No, me you both, that's jobs that I just know I can never do. Mm-hmm. If I had the qualifications, I just know mentally that would not be for me. My um, next question for you is mm-hmm. what are some good coping skills that you could recommend to someone that's struggling with their mental health? And before my sister Michelle answers, I want to let everybody know that her coping skills, my coping skills may not work for everybody, but some <laughs> for, it's, it's, for example, a lot of people like meditation. I'm not a meditation type
1: of person at all. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. One simple, simple little thing, probably taking a walk around your house.
0: let <laughs> <I'll> see outside. <laughs> yeah.
1: Feel the sun on your back, even if it's just you put on a funny podcast i can't walk outside without noise like i unless it's a beautiful place i've never been to and i want to experience everything um i usually have my headphones on i'm listening to a podcast i'm walking i'm feeling the air feeling the sun so that's one of the main things that i do when i need to kind of clear my head um another thing is the gym gym is a, a great place to if you're sad upset You just let everything out on the dumbbells, (laughs) the workouts. You
0: you go to the gym a lot. (laughs) A
1: lot, yeah. You sweat it all out. Um, um, And then things that you enjoy. I mean, for me, it might not be the same, like you said, for everybody. But I love to go out. I love to dance. I love to date my husband, go outside and have a date with him. I like to see my family. I like to uh, take a dance class. I like to watch Netflix. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> watch a show that I love. It's just, I find the things that like make me happy to do and I just do it. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many, so many different ways. And, and for me, I just can't stay still. Like I love doing activities and that's my way to get distracted from being stressed out.
0: I can agree with you with the walk. You know, walking is amazing. You know, if you're in Miami or Florida area, it's probably better to walk up there than the East Coast because it's a little cold down (laughs) here. But you can still walk, you know, just bundle up. Walking is good. Um, Journaling. I know a lot of people, I'm not a writer, journal, but you have, everybody has a phone. Everybody has voice notes. Mm -hmm. Quiz journal. Um, You know, self-care stuff. You're doing stuff. You're getting a pedicure, manicure, get your Mm -hmm. hair. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. or whatever it is, self-care, just make sure. Because I remember I took a self-care day. I got a pedicure, no, manicure, pedicure, and I wanted to go get a massage. And it felt so, so, so good. And I was going to get a facial, but I, like, had hey, my beard growing up. So I was like, I wanted, like, I put the girl online. And mm-hmm. Delaware, not far from Philly, it's like 45 minutes away. And I wanted to book this facial so bad because they massage your beard. And I was like, oh my God, it looks so soothing. But mm-hmm. I never did it. I'm just still. Yeah. Ma- haven't done
1: it yet at all yeah (laughs) I mean uh this morning I did something that I didn't even notice would affect me at all I put on a salsa station on my Alexa just to play as I was getting ready to leave I had to run some errands and my friend called me and I told her I was like I don't know why, but I'm just in such a good mood. And then like a few minutes later, I realized and I told her, I was like, I think it's a salsa music. Like this reminds me of when my dad used to play music on the weekends because it was the weekend and we would wake up to music playing because either they were going to clean the house or it was the weekend and they just wanted like this different mood. And yeah. I was just in such a happy mood this morning, and it was just the music, and I didn't even know that it was affecting me in that way. I didn't purposely. <laughs> yeah,
0: same here. At least one meisters Every time that music came on, it was cleaning up time on Saturdays. So I, yeah,
1: <laughs> put on a r- really, really good song that you like and start yeah. dancing. <laughs> once
0: up care when I kiss, once, this once up here. One time I had a self care that yeah, it was like a bad experience. I just thought. I got a manzilla. I got a Brazilian, what y'all call it? Females call it Brazilian wax. Uh-huh. Yeah. Manzillion. And the lady was like, it was a black on place. She was like, why are you doing this? I said, oh, so care. But I said, I always wanted to know if it hurt. She was like, really? I was like, yeah. I said, but it's so care. It's so care. Never again. Never, ever. No, I don't think that's a good one to do. <laughs> it didn't hurt. But I, like, I don't, you know how you watch videos and people pulling pranks and just taking hair? I'm like, I wonder if that really hurt and people be acting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> No, it hurts. <laughs> I, I was like, that was torture from hell. I would never do that again. So stay yeah. with that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, not ladies. Y'all like that. But stay away from that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, my last question for you, right? I wanna um ask you. Um, someone's listening to this podcast, right? hmm Struggling with their mental health. What can you tell them to make them understand why it's important to put their mental health first? You know, a lot of us that struggle. We like to put others before us. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But why should whoever's listening put their mental health first?
1: Um, your mind, your body, everything <laughs> is you. <laughs> and when you give your energy and everything else to everybody else, there's nothing left in your cup. Yeah. And you got to fill your cup in yeah. order to feel better in general so that you could give other people more, you know? If your cup is empty, there's nothing left to give, <laughs> not even for yourself. So I would say it's very important to take care of yourself um, in, in, like you said, in different ways, it, it, every person is different, but you gotta learn to love yourself and fill that cup in order to be able to help and serve others the way you want to because you always think about others but in order to do that you gotta think about yourself first
0: yes I don't even have that to say because you took the stuff that I usually say you took it out of my mouth <laughs> gonna add, gonna add, nobody's gonna put your mental health first like you're gonna put your first yes like you yes
1: said. exactly
0: I, everything you said about the cup being not filled while you try to beat it so I've been down that road before it does not work ladies and gentlemen it does not work at all it
1: doesn't it doesn't
0: um, before we go, I want to play a quick game with you, right? I'm going to name okay. some shows. And tell me, I don't know if you watch a lot of reality shows. Oh, uh, we'll see. <laughs> tell me if you would go on them. Uh, okay. You could say if you want your you and your husband, you know, because some of these shows you can go on. Both of y'all can go on. So, you know, we can't say Amazing Race, you already did it. Um, Survivor. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write with you, sis. I'll write with you. No,
1: and uh, Lewis would be an extra. No, I can't even get Lewis <laughs> to go camping. <laughs> he does not like the outdoors. He'll do glamping, but not camping. But um, yeah, I've always grown up with two brothers, and I'm very rough. I like doing crazy things, uh, getting down and dirty. But Survivor's not the one. I need, I need food. And I need a bed. <laughs> I said,
0: like, Desi, you know Desi Williams was on my podcast. Well, she was on my podcast uh-huh. like a couple seasons ago. She's on the season now. And she's like, I said, never. She's like, don't ever say never. I said, no, never, ever. I would never do that. No, it's a never. <laughs> I watched one. I don't watch the show, but I watched one season. It was the winter season. And... When I saw like bugs and stuff. I was like, oh my God. Got... I thought it got... was a joke. Cause I asked, I said, Is that... y'all really sleep outside? She's like, no, we really do. I said, oh my God. I thought y'all like went into a hotel at the end or a cabin or something. Yeah. Bugs and everything. And I see the thing like, oh my God. Like just eat it and smelling bad. You can't brush your teeth, <laughs> but they, wa- they wash up the, the, the guy Tyson, the season, his family came. He was like, he was in the river. This is where daddy take a bath, and this is where daddy uses the bathroom. I said, oh, my God. I'm like, I like my bed. I mm-hmm. like my bathroom. I like cold air. I like to have, like, a fan. I just, I can't at all. That would never be a show. It's yeah. Like, if you know you can go in there, and you know the truth is when. up for you doing would you still do it? I said, no. I just can't.
1: The only way I think that I would do it is if they were to give me maybe, like, porta a potty or an an actual like toilet and (laughs) if they let me bring my toothbrush and toothpaste and I could just like brush my teeth in the water or something but I feel like I could even deal with like the not sleeping but to pee you poop in the ocean right or designary the area? no I I that's where I say no (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: the challenge you know you know, Louis Benore. Would you would y'all do the would you do the challenge with your husband?
1: I would 100 percent do it, especially if Lewis is doing it. Um I'm I love I love the crazy challenges. You're I know you're still starting to watch the race, but uh one of the deals with Lewis between him and I was if we thought that it was um jumping off of a building, repelling. Uh, going across like a thin line or something, I was doing it <laughs> because I love that stuff. Like, I was not gonna be afraid and I would just do it in a second. So, that was the deal we had. Um, and the challenges like that, like, they do crazy challenges. The only thing is, I don't think if Lewis didn't do it with me, I would have to know kind of who the cast is going in. And if I knew someone that I could depend on, like I could depend on Louis, yeah. then I would do it. Um, let's say uh, there's there was a dancer called Quentin on my season. If he did it, then I d- would love to do it. Molly for my I can play, season.
0: I can play on it. I'll be on social media, but like uh uh-uh, Yeah, you. I'll be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: if it was someone that like I could really depend on, because in a house like that where you you can't. Speak to your family, and you can't talk to people. It's very hard for yeah. your mental health yeah. when people are just lying and backstabbing you. Yes. And as an amazing racer, the challenge only brings in two to three racers. They, there's never been more.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So, I, don't, I, don't, I told lewis before that is um, that is unacceptable because like it's never even they they always gonna go there they they always go at the amazing racers.
1: exactly and if it was an even amount there'd be a that would be a nice that would be fun to watch equal amounts like who are you going to put in first because you're either going against your team you know or it's not like you can just pick out the weak one like or the people who don't have that much um other people in their show like you can't just take away like oh okay they're they're the ones that there's nobody else helping them. You know, they really have to go after the big ones. <laughs> I'm,
0: gonna say this, I'm gonna say this now. Even though like I love Desi, like I love her, um, I love Chris. I, I love Chris. I love Chris. uh uh-huh. And I'm glad they won. But I feel like they should the, the vets should never have been on there. Don't get me wrong. They should have never been on there. There should have been more major reasons. Like just like mm-hmm. they just and I just like I never understood. I'm like, what is like some people saying? No, like they just cast them too. I'm just like, this is crazy. I got, there's so many seasons of major reasons of people that y'all ex. So many people. Yeah. Um, one more one more show before we go. And I I don't know. You might say. I think you might say no. Big brother.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Big Brother seems like a lot of fun with the challenges, but again, it's, I, I'm going to tell you that I get, I'm very emotional person. I feel a lot. And, um, Big Brother is the same thing. They backstab you. It's all drama. And it's not even like people from different shows, at least the challenge, you have one or two people from your show, uh, Big Brother, it's all new people that you don't know. And you don't know who to trust. And then when you trust someone, they're lying to you. I would just be a big ball of emotion, just crying every single day.
0: <laughs> I said I would go in there before, right? But mm-hmm. talking to people that I had on my podcast, River and the explanation of like being in the house, no phone. You know, we talked about that earlier. no phone. They said, you don't even go outside every day. I'm just like, what? No were-
1: TV's. <laughs>
0: oh we can't watch Netflix. <laughs>
1: no TVs. It's you're just talking to each other.
0: They said that this two times I think somebody said one of these seasons they went outside two times a week. I was like, what? I was like, you need some type of air or some type of sun or something. I was like I
1: was like what, like ten minutes that they let them go outside?
0: it's crazy and I'm thinking like you know I struggle with mental problems I said I don't think that would be a good show for me sometimes like they do evaluation. I said that don't mean nothing they like you enough they will put you on there because they want to see that stuff
1: yeah it's hard I don't think I'd be able to I was actually on another reality show cool. um yeah I was on America's best dance crew okay. yeah so I was in the season did you ever watch America's best dance crew
0: I never watched it no
1: okay so I was in the season, I forgot what year it is, but it was with Quest Crew and um, Beat Freaks. They're two breakdancing crews. They're guys. Yeah,
0: and, and, no, hmm? no, no, I'm tripping. I thought that was the that, that's like a TV show that Jabberwocky was on, was it? Yes. Yeah, it's oh, telling me. I did watch I'm tripping. I did watch it. Okay.
1: So I was on season like two or three. Oh, wow. And then there was two breakdancing crews. It was a guy and a girl, and they were phenomenal. And then us from Miami, and we got third place. Oh, another third place <laughs> on the race! I got third place too.
0: <laughs> I need to get out of this. <laughs> this <laughs> <turn>. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so, but it was, it was hard because you're in a show but again I was in a hotel um, I was with a group of girls we supported each other we helped each other out even when we were sad mad upset whatever it was Uh, those other shows I I give it to people you know a lot of people watch from the couch and they judge and they talk about other people but it's so easy to be on your couch eating whatever you want. Um, just watching because people really put themselves out there, put their lives and and their personalities, and and that's a very brave thing to do.
0: And I learned that I learned not to, you know, not the hard way, but I just learned not to judge, mm-hmm. I was a big judge. I'm gonna say this before we go. I was a big judge, like you know, I, you know, Pauly right, California. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand him at all, like because <laughs> Brother, he was on Big Brother, and him and girl, the, the girl, the girl Davon got into an argument, and he just, like, he didn't bring up a child, broke up a mother. I just got so mad. I said, like, I can't stand him. But when he got on the challenge, this first season, I was like, oh, I like him. He, like, a shit talker. He's sending home people that need to get sent home, that people want to keep around. I was like, I like him. And we've been cool since, like, we're cool. We're really, really cool. And I'm just like, I always tell him, you know, I, I said, I can't can stand your ass one time. Because, like, we watch a show. it's people, I'll tell you after we get off, there's some people that i or the challenge, I just like judge based off of TV. I'm just like Tully, what are you doing? This is an edited show. You don't know them people. They could be nice as hell in person, but you, what you see on the show is what the editors want to do. So I did yeah. learn to like. That's why on social media, I tried to chime in on stuff. I tried to judge because I don't know the story. And yeah.
1: And but then sometimes I mean we're we're people, we're humans. And it flips out sometimes. I'm watching the race right now and this season and I'll and I will comment on it, even though I said being on the race, I was never gonna comment on people again. But I'm like, What are you
0: doing? <laughs> you went through it, so you got you know you got the credentials, you went through it. Yeah. So I'm not. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but um I wanna say thank you for coming on the podcast so much. Yes, of course. Thank you. This was amazing. Your energy is every everything.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and also, um, here's to you to, um, be so impactful and to have this type of co- podcast for people to listen to, um, because I'm sure, um, if, if it's not one, two, three, four, five, six, ten, twenty, hundred people yeah. that you affect, it's, it doesn't matter. Even if you just inspire one person it's a beautiful thing so I admire you for having this podcast and putting yourself out there as well
0: thank you so much thank you thank you for saying yes again I'm always grateful for people to come on here it's just talk mental health Yes. <laughs>